0: Com, I work the number dot him.com. And now let's go ahead and kick off what we all came here for, hearing more about connecting what we learn on Sunday with what we do in our nine to five. This is the I work for him podcast.
1: Thanks for tuning into I work for him this afternoon as Martha and I welcome you to a new week.
2: That's right. It is Monday. And you know, one of the favorite things we love to talk about is um, something we learned from Work Life, which is a ministry out of um, Georgia. And it is all about no moan Monday. So making sure that we um, look at our Monday a little differently through God's lens and not moan about it, but look at the opportunities that are ahead this week. And we want people to listen to our, or call into our listener line. That's one of the things we really want to emphasize this week. If you hear, um, we have a spot where we give away books, and um, if there's other things that you maybe want to communicate with us, we would love to engage with you through our listener line, which is eight six six seven one three. W-O-R-K. Or
1: 866-713-9675. You know, every day in our work frame, we try to bring a challenge that will cause all of us to dig deeper into connecting what we hear on Sunday with what we do in our 9-to-5. So what was it that you heard yesterday that you can apply to your workplace today? Well, we're going to highlight a ministry. Well, let me just do this. You know, we're all called to minister under the least of these. Who are they? We were called to set the captives free What are they enslaved with? How does all of this fit into my ministry and my workplace? How does the calling of my life intermix with the command to love my neighbor? And what does that look like? Today, we jump over to Jacksonville, Florida to check in with a couple of ministries that are touching the lives of those looking for work so they can escape poverty. First off, joining us is Leah Huey from Flourish Now. Leah, welcome to I Work For Him. Hello, hello. Thank you so much for having me today. Oh, we're so excited. Now, Leah can be found online at flourish-now.org. Flourish-now.org. I can't even say that fast. Flourish-now.org. All right, Leah, we always do this with every one of our first-time guests. We always say, hey, share how you came to be a Christ follower.
3: Absolutely. Well, I was really blessed. To be raised in a Christian home. My parents and brother are actually all pastors now, um, and I I don't recall in my childhood ever not believing the Bible to be true. I was saved as a young child, uh, but really when I was a college freshman, that's when I started following Christ earnestly and for myself. And what's really neat about my story is my now husband, Jason, was a huge part of that. He taught me so much about theology, and was so deliberate about discipling me freshman year. when We were at Regent University, which is a Christian college in Virginia. And so it was there that I really started to see my faith in Christ solidify and knew for certain that He was my Lord and Savior.
1: Regent University, that's quite an education. We love what Regent does because Regent is really active in helping people who graduate from there to connect their faith and their work. So Leah, absolutely, he, Leah, as we say the word, I work for him, what does that mean to you?
3: Yeah, well for me, I think about First Corinthians 10, where scripture tells us to do all we do for the glory of God. So for me, our work, no matter what it is, whether it's caring for our families, or presiding over a bank, or sweeping streets, or preaching sermons. We do it for God, and we do it for the glory of His name. So I look at it that the Lord takes pleasure when we offer all we have, and really all we are, to Him as an offering, and work is an amazing way to do that.
2: Mm, that is so great. So, Leah, when we um, we met you and got to learn about the ministry that you represent, which is called Flourish Now, can you tell our listeners what the ministry of Flourish Now is all about? Absolutely.
3: Our mission statement is that Flourish Now exists to reduce poverty through work, uh, to protect children by strengthening their families, and to radically transform society by empowering individuals families, and communities through the unmatched power of the local church.
1: Hmm. Okay. Now, that was really powerful and very long. Put it into real words for all of us simple-minded people. What do you do?
3: Yeah, absolutely. So we create what I call hopeful intersections, connecting those who need help with those who can provide love and hands-on support. And the local church really is the leverage point and, and the center of everything that we do. So a great example of how this all comes together is, in Jacksonville, our active program is called Work to Win. And that focuses on addressing and preventing poverty by equipping local churches to host job fairs. So hundreds of job seekers come into these job fairs and churches, experience the tangible love of Christ by interacting with really encouraging volunteer job coaches And then in many instances, they get jobs. And where this is so beautiful is that some of the folks we serve have had a really tough time finding work. And so they can come in feeling pretty discouraged. And so our job and our ministry is to put the church in in the position where they can remind people of their God-given dignity and motivate them onward. And so that motivation and that encouragement and that preparation step for us is really where where it all happens, where the magic happens. And, of course, there are business partners there with us as well who are really bought into our mission and who hire folks that, that have, you know, difficult things in their backgrounds or that face challenges and really see it as an opportunity to invest in those people as people and to form really wonderful, beautiful, long-term relationships that help them economically, but also surround them with love and support.
1: Now, you've got one of those job fairs coming up, I think you said, on the 29th of March, right?
3: So we have uh, hiring events coming up on March 3rd and March 29th. So you okay. can see more about those on dot
1: org? Hang on a second. Now, what's the difference between a hiring event and a job fair?
3: Really, the size. So that's a great question. We understand that some people love our big job fairs that serve 300 job seekers at a time, and they're really high energy, and there are 25 to 30 employers in the room, and they're beautiful, incredible days. But there are also some job seekers that prefer a slightly more intimate setting. And so on the 3rd and the 29th of March, we'll have around 10 employers who are there, and many of whom can hire on the spot who conduct interviews there in person, and who really want to take some extra time to talk to each candidate to get to know them really personally. So if you're looking for work in Jacksonville and you prefer to be in a slightly smaller crowd and have a little bit more time to spend one-on-one with employers, then the 3rd and the 29th are your your perfect opportunity, and then we'll be in Jacksonville again on April 24th with our next big jobs there. Uh, I will have, you know, again, 25 to 30 employers there and a couple hundred folks and a really just awesome, high energy, motivating day.
1: And that's all on your website. All those different events are on your website. Oh, Martha! Want to ask it? Go ahead, Martha.
2: No, that's what I was going to say. I, I'm. <laughs> I get so excited about what you're doing because you're making the connections that um, really take people to their next level in their flourishing. Which is why you guys are called what you are, I believe. But um, so people can share your website with somebody that they know is a job seeker, as well as probably to connect you with more people that might be good employers that um, could connect with you as well. Is that correct? Yes, yes, absolutely. So flourish-now.org
3: is our our main website, and there's information on our Jacksonville page about our specific events. Um, and so you can look at our schedule and see where we'll be uh, having job fairs and hiring events and the employers that will be there. So that's a great share. Again, yeah, like, exactly like you said, Martha, mm-hmm. with someone who's looking for work, with employers who are hiring. Um, and we, we always welcome... Anyone to come to our job fairs looking for work, and we love love having new employer partners as well. So, absolutely share away.
1: So, uh, here's my question for you, Leah. Of course, we've got people listening across the country. And, you know, flourish now.org, how many cities are you in?
3: We have active sites in our headquarters city, which for us is the Naples Fort Myers area in southwest Florida, and then here in Jacksonville. In Phoenix, Arizona, and in Southern California, and then in Abilene, Texas. So those are.
1: That's pretty random. Abilene, sites. Texas is kind of random. That's kind of random. Okay, I mean, so.
3: We joke she, that that we must all hate winter because those are all <laughs> really
1: warm places. I was going say, what, are all the, <laughs> what about the poor people in Minnesota? I mean, it won't work. In the middle of.
2: You're okay, cold. so it's too cold. It's too cold. <laughs> it it's too, no, that's not true. People
1: work. Okay, we're talking today with Leah Huey from Flourish Now dot org. Leah, I said before the break, I want to, There's people listening all over the country, Leah. They want to know how do I get this? Sounds like Flourish Now is really working. It's really helping connect people who need jobs with people who have jobs, and all of it being kingdom minded because it's being organized by churches. How do we get this multiplied? Instead of being in five warm cities across the country, how do we get this multiplied to places all across the country?
3: Absolutely. So we have a member of our team named Gerhard, and Gerhard's role is to help churches in um, non-anchor cities, so places we don't yet have a full-time staff member on the ground, to help churches in those cities to activate job fairs where they are. We've been in Kansas. We've been in Ohio. Um, We've really been all over the country with with Gerhard empowering churches um, and and assisting them every step of the way to put these job fairs on for their communities. So I would be happy to connect anybody with Gerhard. We would love to come to your city. And really, we just love to partner with churches who love their communities and are really intentional about authentic practical service. And we will show you direct. and and help you to put on one of these events for your community.
2: So if our listeners really have a, um, this is making a burning in them, you know, go, this is something I really want to bring in my city. We are hoping that they will take some action, that they will um, reach out and connect with you guys. Leah, one of the things we love about your testimony is how God, you know, we know that God doesn't waste experiences. And he really prepared you for such a time as now to be a part of the Flourish Now ministry. Um, why don't you just speak a little bit to that and how um, God is using your passions in your current position?
3: Yes, Martha, thank you. I'm I'm really passionate about Flourish Now, and, and the, the passion for that really comes from my early, early childhood. So as I mentioned earlier, my parents are both pastors, And so ministry was a massive part of my upbringing. My dad did family crisis counseling in a brownstone in downtown Altoona, Pennsylvania, where I was raised. And I went to work with him as a little girl. And we helped my parents at our local church, and we're just really active in the community. And so I got this idea very young that the church is capable of doing incredible things. And, and then I uh, studied at Reeves University, where I was a government major, and so I read philosophers and historians and economists and theologians, and, and those convinced me that that childhood experience was true, that significant act of Christianity as an institution in America is transformational, and that the power of volunteers and churches is so strong that through hope And the love of Christ, we can solve some really, really messy social problems very, very locally. And so churches, of course, think about communities. They think about families. They think about individuals. And so the solutions that they put forward are are not one size fits all, but they're very specific and they're hyper, hyper focused on love. And and then I took that sort of those ideas um, and those beliefs and worked for several years in D.C., in Washington, D.C., in educational nonprofit organizations that taught social science and taught specifically what would it look like if government agencies were to decrease a little bit and churches and nonprofits were to increase to find, again, those really local solutions. So after a while, with that education and that practical experience and that childhood and just family culture mm-hmm. upbringing, I decided it's time to do something about it. And I didn't know what that do something was, but there was an itch in my soul that it's time to take all of these ideas and, and put them into action. And that's when I found out about Flourish Now. <laughs> and I thought, this is it. This is it. And so I thought yeah. this is it so strongly, and so did my husband, that we packed it up and moved to Jacksonville, Florida, where we really didn't know anyone, then and had no family and my my husband actually didn't even immediately have a job lined up we believed that this was it um and so we we made it work and i'm i'm so thankful and my husband has since gotten a really great job we're blessed with that too um but it, it was just the
2: perfect fit and i'm so so honored to be part of it Mm. Thank you for sharing all of that. So we're talking today with Leah Huey from Flourish Now, and she happens to be working in the um, Jacksonville area, but Flourish Now is in, we listed several cities across the country that they're a part of. Southwest in
1: Florida, you. Naples, Fort Myers. Jacks,
2: Phoenixville, Phoenixville. Phoenixville. <laughs> I just made up a new city.
1: Amarillo, Nix. <laughs> Abilene.
2: Southern, and California, Southern California, Georgia. Hey, you're making up extra words. So.
1: <laughs> yeah, so we're excited thing. that
2: you guys are all over the place, and we hope that our listeners will be inspired if they hear of this ministry and want to see it happening in their area, that they will connect with you guys.
1: Online at?
2: Online at flourish-now.org. So what are some of the examples of ministries that you're working and synergizing with really well in Jacksonville?
3: Yeah, well, we have been so blessed here in Jacksonville and elsewhere by incredible partnerships. So we like to say we go where God is already moving. We're not Mm -hmm. reinventors. We love to equip agencies and churches who are already serving Christ with just a new way to do that. And so we've got 18 partner agencies here in Jacksonville and have worked with or have plans to work with 11 church partners, and and we couldn't do what we do without them. So Mm -hmm. one of our ministry allies here. Uh, we work a ton with is Crew Inner City, and you'll actually hear from my friend Tony uh, shortly on the show, who runs Crew Inner City here. Um, And then another really crucial partner ministry of ours is Second Mile Ministries, which is a neighborhood ministry that serves Brentwood, Um, and the Brentwood community is um, just a community that faces a lot of challenge and has so many, so just so much potential um, and it's just beautiful to see Second Mile partnering in the community and, and being so deliberate about serving their very very local zip code. Um, and so their their staff had this beautiful vision of taking the job fair model into the Jacksonville Housing Authority there in Brentwood. And so they helped us put together a coalition of two churches and three nonprofits to all work together and bring a beautiful, successful job fair to the Housing Authority in that neighborhood and we'll be back there in may and i can't wait for that so just so thankful for second mile mm. and i think that typifies the way there are multiple churches from different denominations and different nonprofits that do different things can rally around this idea and just like the body of christ you know one can be a hand right one can be a mouth one can be a foot and together we become the body and, and for right. us, the, the heart of that body is the local church and so, so whether we're partnering...
1: Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Well, oh, I just, you know, we're, we're almost out of time and I want to make sure I ask this question. So you're helping yeah. people who, have, who need jobs to learn how to approach getting a job and then you're, connect, you're holding fairs, be able to connect them with employers that are looking for people that they're offering jobs. Where do you find those business partners that are willing to give people a second chance, that are willing to look at people that maybe don't have a perfect resume? Where are you finding those business partners?
3: Well, at first, when we came to town, um, it was a lot of door knocking, (laughs) a lot of cold calling. Mm -hmm. But after a while, when the ball started rolling and we had some really great partner businesses, they have done an amazing job introducing us to their friends. And we love to go in and have job fairs at churches where they actually recruit um, businesses from their churches so that somebody who understands I work for him, right? They, mm-hmm. they come from that church to represent their business at that job there. Um, but word of mouth has just been a, a fantastic way for folks to find us. And, you know, we really help a very diverse set of candidates. And so some of the feedback we get from our business partners is they see more diversity as far as qualifications and backgrounds and education and experience at our events than they do anywhere else. And so we love helping um, folks that need a second chance, you know, we love helping folks that have some barriers in their backgrounds, but we're really there for everyone. And so we have business partners that find, you know, directors, and we have business partners that find guys to join their construction crews and everything in between, and every one of those hires for us is just a, a profound win.
1: And how do you dot the I's and cross the t's? Because it says Jesus said, "Hey, we got to before you go ahead and and, and tell the people, be blessed. You know, have a great day. We got to feed them. We got to clothe them. We got to house them. You're helping them do that. How do you connect the dots spiritually for these people?
3: Yeah, great question. So um, for us, as, as you're, you're probably thinking, ah, broken record, but for us, the church really is the center mm-hmm. of everything we do, and so. My favorite part of my job is shining a spotlight on the fact that churches, as Christ's representatives on earth, are the the hope of the world. And so 60% of the folks who come to our job fairs self-report that they're not part of a local church. And so those are Mm. people that wouldn't come on a Sunday. But they come because volunteers, because pastors, because people from the pews on Sundays have come out on a Thursday Mm -hmm. to say, I love you. And so they pray for folks. They give them Bibles. They invite them to come back on Sunday. And so the church
1: <laughs> is just the church. I love that. I love like that. that. Leah Huey with flourish org. Thanks for being on iWorkRain. We'll definitely do another show with more details next time. That's Leah great. Huey, thank you very much. Thanks. All right, we just finished our conversation with Leah Huey from flourish-now.org. And she talked all about the ministry that... Flourish-now.org is doing right there in, Na- in Jacksonville, Naples, Fort Myers, Phoenix, Amarillo, and Southern California. And she mentioned, Leah mentioned, one of the ministries they synergistically align with and do a lot of work alongside in the Jacksonville, Florida area is a ministry called Crew Inner City. Representing Crew Inner City, joining us on I Work For Him this afternoon, Tony Johnson. Welcome to I Work For Him.
4: Hey, thanks, Jim.
1: Hey, we're so excited to have you on here. Hey, now, now, I understand I have a lot of enthusiasm, and I have had a Mountain Dew, but it, come on, <laughs> but are you excited to be on iWork for him, Tony? Uh, I mean, uh,
4: oh. yeah, it's good. I, I don't speak as fast as Leah. Uh, but I haven't <laughs> The
2: world can't have all fast speakers like Leah and Jim, that's That's... for sure. We are so glad to have you join us and kind of complete the conversation that we started with Leah.
1: Yeah, we're so excited, Tony. We're so grateful. Talk to us, Tony, about how you came to be a follower of Jesus.
4: Uh, I grew up in the church with my family. I didn't come to faith, though, until my freshman year of college. I understood that point that I was trying to live for Christ, but in my own effort and strength. And I wasn't doing a good job.
1: Hmm. I confessed
4: my sin of self and surrendered my life to him, and then really began to see him change my life.
1: Hmm. I love that. So when you hear, I work for him, what does that mean to you, Tony Johnson, with Crew Inner City?
4: It means that all of our work, all of my work is for him, for his glory. Jesus is the reason or purpose for my work and all my life.
2: So Tony, um, you work with Crew Inner City, and that C R U for people that don't know, um, Crew it, Campus Crusade for Christ. I think a lot of people know it as that. If they're if they're over a certain age and haven't been on a campus <laughs> oh, for a while, maybe. Wow, um, she
1: just called us both old. That's no, what she I
2: didn't. That's we what she... know what Crew is. But what um, what, is, what are you doing with Crew? What is your position? And then what is the mission of Crew Inner City?
4: Well, I'm the uh, uh, director of Crew City Jacksonville, the branch okay. of Jacksonville, and our mission is to equip and mobilize the church to live out God's heart for the poor so that everyone has an opportunity to, to know and follow Jesus.
2: Equip and mobilize the church was the beginning of that. So, mm-hmm. so what does that look like there in Jacksonville?
4: Well, we work with churches and other organizations, and we offer training in evangelism, how to commun- effectively communicate the gospel. We do this through several avenues. One of them we call it our Compassionate Products, which we uh, offer food boxes for families to the church at Thanksgiving. Uh, we offer uh, treats and games of the gospel presentation for children called Easter Bags at Easter. We do school p- supplies and backpacks for children called Power Packs at the beginning of school year. And then we offer blankets, warm clothes, and toiletries for homeless, called Homeless Care Kits in the Winter. We also offer training for those wanting to run an after-school program called Say Yes, And then tying in with Leah's, Flourish Now, we train, offer training for those wanting to assist what we call hard-to-place job candidates who have a poor job history or maybe even a prison record, how they can find meaningful employment and and careers through a program we call uh, WorkNet Solutions.
1: WorkNet Solutions. Let's focus on that a little bit. I mean, I love all the other stuff, but of course we wanted to finish up the conversation we started with Leah Huey from flourish org today. As we look at what you're doing with WorkNet Solutions, how are you helping people prepare for getting jobs?
4: Well, we help them identify a career field where they would enjoy, not just get a job, but something they enjoy longer term. Mm-hmm. We have a, create a plan to work toward what we call a dream job in that career field. Uh, using the skills they already have, what could they do? Then we identify barriers that would hinder them from working in that career field or finding a job there. And then we'll uh, we'll we'll say, okay, we have some skills that can help you overcome those barriers. Most all barriers can be overcome if you know how to approach them. So we give them hope through that those means.
0: Hmm.
1: What's that look like? I mean, when you look at and helping people find their dream job, matching up their God-given natural gifts, talents, and abilities with with that dream job, what kind of a, what's that process look like? Where you help people find out who God really created them to be and what He created them to be doing?
4: Well, we focus on uh, we do assessments where they what would they prefer to do? What does God uh, give to them? What they prefer, and looking at that, we say most, there's a job for most everyone. Uh, out there, and some things what you would prefer doing others wouldn 't want to do it at all but mm-hmm. that 's how God 's created us differently, and we all need different people doing different jobs and if if there 's something you enjoy, do it, do it well uh, that 'll be that 'll glorify God just in the way you do it and then we say you know uh, where we start where you are right now, and then we look ahead and we work backwards and help connect them with people that can help them know how to what path they can follow to get there uh so that they can uh, move along the path we say it won't it won't happen tomorrow it won't happen next week but if you work the, the plan you can get to where you want to go in three to five years so if those
1: people come to you oh you, you mentioned that you know part of crew inner city is helping feed people but these people in order to interview for jobs sometimes they need decent clothes to even have an interview do, do you guys have a way of helping them get clothed properly to doing an interview and do you help them with that side of it
4: well, we, we, we work with others, uh, like choice Down, other organizations in the city, and we can direct them to say, if "This is a if this is a barrier you have having closed." We know people who can help you with that. Uh, if you have a barrier uh, with uh, other ways, we can help. Those are barriers we, we identify them as barriers, and Got those, it. we can we can we can help you find people who provide that for you.
1: So even like barriers, like uh, knowing how to write a good resume or knowing how to interview for a job.
4: Yeah, we can we can do that. We have some training in that, but there's others in the city that are even more skilled at that than we are. We can say they can help you. We can we can get you in contact with them, or we'll we'll, we'll help you in any way we can uh, to get where you want to go.
1: So, where did your passion for working in crew with with the crew inner city focus? Where did that passion come from?
4: Well, my wife and I we served 28 years in Africa with Crew, and we returned to the U.S. in 2010. And we knew we had a desire to continue working cross culturally, in the underserved communities in our cities. So, Crew Inner City has just been a really good fit for us.
0: Mm.
2: That is so. That's neat because you see that there was a way that God could use you. Um, in Jacksonville and you're putting that to work you know one of the things that you said that I would like to hit on just for a minute is the fact that much like Leah you guys are not reinventing every wheel you are collaborating with other people other ministries other resources for um, helping to completely equip the people that you're working with Uh, speak to that for a minute how does that work for you guys
4: well, we, we identify uh, churches. We, 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 we uh, exist to work with the churches. We don't do it mm-hmm. as far from the churches, very similar to Leah. And so uh, churches that have a heart for this and these communities, we'll, work, we'll walk with them and we'll work with them and provide them resources and training that we have to help them find their way. So, And then other organizations outside of churches, uh, have this, this there's spe- a specific focus, we'll work with them as well. So we, we try to identify those who have a similar heart and desire. We work together,
1: and, and I mean, I love that because the collaboration in the kingdom is so important. And, and really, that's what I work for. Him is all about just trying to be a catalyst for collaboration. So we applaud you for being part of that collaboration on a greater, on a grand scale within the kingdom there in Jacksonville, Florida. Does Crew Inner City is, is that being done in other inner city areas around the country?
4: Yes, uh, we have, We are in um, fifteen or twelve cities where we have staff, full time staff, in twelve cities. And then in other thirteen cities, we have uh, identified uh, partners that we can partner with and provide resources and training for them as well. We don't have the staff in those cities, but we could, we call them expansion cities.
1: So, what do you, do you know? What some of those uh, current cities that you're operating in right now? Do you know what some of those cities are?
4: Sure: New York City, Atlanta, Minneapolis, Detroit, Los Angeles, Seattle, Dallas, uh, Jacksonville, of course, Orlando, Milwaukee, Little Rock. Those are some of the. Cities that we have, we're working have full-time staff in, and then there's others that are expansion cities. And what are some of those? Do you have any idea? Uh, right now, we're working at looking at making Tallahassee, Florida, expansion city. Uh, we have some uh, smaller smaller cities across the states. Um, mm-hmm. I think uh, I'm trying to think like Raleigh, uh, North Carolina, is an expansion city. Uh, just some that we haven't been able to get staff there, but there are places where we're, we're a partner ministry we work closely with.
1: So you've been in Jacksonville with your bride since 2010. After serving 28 years in Africa, huh. what kind of results are you seeing there with Crew Inner City af- after all of those years of investment?
4: Well, we uh, just last year, for example, we um, with working with our 60 churches and ministry partners, we distributed 2,500 of the compassionate products. It resulted in over 100 recorded, a 1, thousand recorded decisions for Christ. We also partnered with Flourish Now and others to conduct four job fairs. And, and then we did a church-sponsored job club. Our job is to train the ones in the church to take what we have and, and pass it on to others. So our goal is always out looking to to give what we have away.
1: Now, you said that you had you know, 60 church and ministry partners that yeah. you handed out, 2,500 of those products, which is the backpacks and the yeah. the Easter dinners and the Thanksgiving dinners, yeah. some of those things. There was 1,000 decisions for decisions for Christ. Yeah. As, as those things happen, as people give their lives in, in, to Christ, do you then re- make sure that they're getting directed back to those church partners for discipleship?
4: For sure, because we, we work with the church, and we train the church uh, partners, those in the church, how to... To go out and effectively communicate the gospel, so they're meeting them. Our goal is to the, help start relationships mm-hmm. in the communities. And so once they meet them, it's not us; we'll, we'll go with them. But they go out and meet them, and then they have that communication, they have that uh, relationship, and they can follow up from there. So we're that we, we've been really encouraged by that aspect. They've, many of them have come into the churches and, and began to grow in their faith.
1: What's your favorite part of this job, Tony?
4: Uh, I think just uh, seeing that our uh, partner ministries are equipped and, and resourced to do what they can do. They're in the communities. They understand the communities. They can do it. And then really seeing someone find hope in Christ and realizing they have a reason to live. They have a value they can add to others.
1: We're finishing up the conversation with Tony Johnson from Crew Inner City. Both of these ministries operate across the country and are really helping connect people who need jobs with people who uh, have jobs and helping them with other things along the way all of them with the ultimate goal of reaching people for Jesus Christ so Tony Johnson I said before the break I'd love to hear a couple of these stories uh, of people who have come into that you've come in contact with that you've seen break free from the bondage that is in their lives and be able to be set free by Christ and as well be set free from the poverty that that, that enslaves them
4: Mm. Yeah, sure. Jim. Um one young man I can think of um, he, we partner with other organizations and one we partner with in Jacksonville is called Claire White Mission and they work and provide job training in the fields of uh, culinary arts and tutorial. So we well, had one young man and then Kevin came through their program and as part of their job training they also teach the career development so they can, once they get the skills in doing a the job they can go out and apply it while Kevin was in the program he just really sensed that God wanted him to be an entrepreneur and start his own business. So he started his own dental company from that and began to see some success and then was able to employ others that he met in the program to get them involved. Wow. Uh, grow in their faith and then he realized some people would go through the program but if they haven't worked in a while they have even forgotten they never understood how to work what, what do you need to do so he sees it as a way to disciple them in how to work how to conduct yourself in the workplace And so he was able to do that with one young man who he, he did uh, he went through the program got a job but didn't keep the job because he was on his cell phone all the time so he said <laughs> you need to know how to work so he brought him in Taught him how to how to conduct himself in the workplace, and now he's out on his own, uh, working at other organizations, other 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 chances. So, just to see God, see like Kevin says, this is what God's given me, and I can do it.
1: So, really, Kevin learned how to be a mentor discipler.
4: Yeah, very 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 quickly. And just working with Kevin, just uh, anything I can do to encourage Kevin and work with him has been has, I enjoy doing it.
1: Hmm, neat. Got another story?
4: Um, sure. I think. Uh, I, Working with Leah at the job fairs, one of the things that would really helped Leah, joining with Leah and Fleurs now, we would prepare people for training for jobs and, um, and then they would say where do we go we're excited where, do, where can we go apply and we were limited in the network or contacts we had and leah came in and, and we said this is just a, a fit made in heaven because mm-hmm. he had the job that people were willing to talk to him and i remember going to one and just helping her and there's one young man i he was standing at a table trying to decide whether to go to the table or not and i i got to him and he looked at me with a very big smile I was immediately drawn to him, and I said, can I help you? And he said, he said, yeah. He said, I want to talk to these people, but I have a prison record. I don't know if they want to talk with me. And I said, well, you know, I didn't even know anything about you, but your smile drew me to you. And I said, if you show them that smile, I think they want to talk to you. And you'll have to talk about your prison record sometime, but it won't be right now. And if they like you. They're, they're, they're going to work with you. And he said, you really believe so? And I said, I know, I know they will. So he, just, he gained a lot of confidence. And he went up, began to talk with them, and uh, just to see him say, I have something I can offer. Even though I have some things in my past, they don't have to dictate my future.
1: Hmm. Wow, that's a good thing. And that's really, you know, as Leah from Flourish now said, and you're saying now uh, Tony Johnson with Crew Intercity, these people, there's a lot of people out there that, are, that have been categorized second chancers. They just need a second chance. What, describe for us what it, what, who is and who are the second chancers.
4: I think there are people that I've seen that just have lost hope. They've uh, they, they just they've tried things, it's not worked, and they get caught in a, a cycle that they don't seem as an end to it. And they begin to believe that they, 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 they don't have any value, they don't have anything to offer. And so if we can come alongside and say, you have a lot to offer, you and just speak that into their lives. I just, I just I've seen that so much in the ones I've worked with. And once they get that, they want to pass it on to others.
2: You know, and Tony, what I heard you say, it was very simple for you to tell that young man that his smile was um, such a, a wonderful thing and it drew you in. And he he may not have had anybody ever tell him that or not in a very long time. And so just speaking a few words of encouragement can really change um, trajectory for someone, can't it? Oh,
4: no, very much so. Very much so. Yeah.
2: Hmm.
1: So in your eyes for crew inner city, especially as it helps in people getting jobs, getting being able to break free, because Jesus said, hey, we need to feed and clothe and house people and then tell them about my love because they already know something's up because you're trying to help them break out of those, those systemic poverty. What do you consider a win?
4: I think just, you know, uh, seeing them gain hope in their lives to say, you know, I have something I can do. I remember is at one uh, training event, and this one young, one young man came up to me, and he's, he got really quiet. He said, you may think I'm strange. Other people might think I'm strange, but I would like to work in a mortuary. Is that strange to want to work with dead people, dead bodies? I said, we need people like that. We're glad <laughs> mm-hmm. you want to do it. I don't want to do it. I'm glad you want to do it. He is like this is a good thing I said it's a great thing and so just say God created you that way you know I I didn't tell you to do it but God created you and and let him see that this is a a gift he can use Uh, not that you know, this is. This, I, I just enjoy seeing people say, you know, what I enjoy doing, other people may not, but but, but God's given it to me, and I can use it.
0: hmm yeah.
2: And again, you're giving them a platform to even have that conversation. They may not have anyone in their life that they can ask that question to and feel that it's safe and that you're going to, you know, be honest and give them an answer in re- in return. So, yeah. um, you you fill a great role in the cities that you're in, and and we hope that it will maybe spur more people to think what can we be doing in our city and maybe reach out to crew
1: how do tony how do people get in touch with you and crew inner city there in jacksonville and in other cities across the country how do people get a hold with you uh, of you and and find out how they can connect with you
4: well, I think, they, you said before, they look up crew.org and then look up the inner city. There's an uh, inner city uh, branch of crew. Or mm-hmm. go, go, Google crew inner city or Jacksonville crew inner city. And then our contact information will come uh, on the screen and they can call our office and get, uh, contact with us. And we'd love to follow up with them and get them connected. So are those
1: people that need your services or people that may want to volunteer alongside you?
4: Well, both of it. If we hear someone that need our services, we'll connect them with those who are providing them. And those who want to volunteer, we'll be glad to put them to work.
2: And again, just in case people are confused, it's CRU. That's all Crew is, is CRU.
4: Dot O-R-G.
1: Dot CRU or- dot O-R-G. Yeah. All right, you mentioned that Crew Intercity also is doing some other things, and we've really focused on your, your uh, WorkNet solutions, and I really appreciate you letting us do that. But you said that you're doing some other things. Why don't you talk to us about some of those other things that you're doing
4: there in uh, Jacksonville? Yeah, you know, we, we 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 focus on connecting with the communities. and We do that through, we talk about the compassionate products where we offer the food at Thanksgiving and the Easter bags at Easter to make, have a way to connect. We At Easter time, which is just coming upon us now, uh, we mm-hmm. want to have a party with the children, but then make sure they understand the, the meaning and the message of Easter. And so we want to prepare our, our partner churches how to effectively communicate with children. Uh, how do you communicate the gospel in a way that the child can understand? Uh, and then just, uh, just in different ways of connecting with the community. And then we uh, realized, when someone told us that the most dangerous hours for children is from 3 to 6 p.m. on a school day afternoon if they don't have uh, supervision. Mm-hmm. So we try to encourage, uh, we have a, a training program called Say Yes, and we try to encourage people to do after-school programs and, and get kids in, involved and connected. So we just different ways we can impact our community.
2: So you're actually helping others to do that you're not running these you're saying we've kind of figured some things out and we want to help to train so that the church is serving their community is that that's correct?
4: correct that's correct yeah we, we can help them we can all we'll go alongside of them or you know work with them but we want them to this is
0: right.
4: even if they never heard the name of crew right uh, that'd be fine the, the, the church the church is what we want to promote.
1: Ah. So, Tony, if my math is correct, you and your bride have been married somewhere around 36 years. If you said 28 years in Africa, you've been back since 2010. At least. least, So at least 36 years. How do you guys keep your marriage fresh as you do all this ministry and you're pouring out into people all day long? How do you guys keep your marriage fresh so that you are able to, in a healthy way, feed into
4: others? Uh, that's, that's a good question. And it, it, we we work on that. We uh, mm-hmm. Just this last couple of months, we've been able to uh, do some pre-marriage ma- counseling. And I told my wife that's very convicting uh, <laughs> to, to do that with others and, and then say, are we... Practicing ourselves, but I think just mm. uh, realizing that we we change over the years, and, and we need to find ways we connect on a regular basis and get time for each other. Uh, so yeah, it, it, it is a working process, and we continue to not let the 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 work overwhelm us. Uh,
1: mm. Those words that you just said, every Christ follow, Christ-centered married couple should be mentoring a younger couple all day long because it is convicting and it keeps you straight mm-hmm. and on the on the narrow path. Just, <laughs> we, we tell everybody that mentoring other couples is the thing that has helped our marriage stay fresh. Thank you so much, Tony Johnson with Crew InterCity. City. We're so appreciative of your time here that you've given us on iWork Thank you, Tony. Well,
4: thank you, Jim and Martha.
2: Mm-hmm. Thank you. It's exciting.
1: Make sure you check them out online at crew.org. That's C-R-U dot Just search then for Inner City, and you can check them out. In the 12 cities, they're active in full-time, and then the 13 that they're active in part-time. But Crew Inner City mm-hmm. uh, with Tony Johnson. Thank you for that today. It was really a lot of fun. Very enlightening.
2: You know, I just think it's another way for people to be encouraged to hear what's going on in cities across the country. You've
1: been listening to I Work For Him with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately, I, I work, work for him. him.